Welcome to Alter Everything, a podcast about data science and analytics culture. I'm Megan Dibble, and today I'm joined by Chris Williams, a new Alteryx ace and longstanding analytics advocate. In today's episode, Chris shares about his work for several nonprofit organizations, the data challenges they face, and how the Alteryx Tech for Good program is bridging gaps and empowering important work. Let's dive in. Chris, it's great to have you here joining us on the podcast. Could you give a quick introduction, tell our listeners a little bit about yourself? Sure. My name is Chris Williams, and I am the Chief Technical Officer for my own company, Precision Analytics Group. We are based out of Irvine, California, just a short 10-minute drive from Alteryx headquarters. I'm an Alteryx ace. I've been doing Alteryx for about almost seven years now. It's been a life-changing affair for me as far as my pursuit in analytics. I've been in analytics for 27 years, so this has made my life so much easier. So it's a pleasure to be here today. That's awesome. Yeah, it's great to have you here 20, 27 years. That's quite a long experience. So I'm sure we get to <laughs> learn a lot from you. You also joined us back way back in episode 70 in 2020 for an episode called Mapping Solutions Using Alteryx to Serve Community Food Banks which is a great episode for anyone interested um, in hearing about how geospatial analytics can help nonprofit organizations. And since that was back in 2020, could you share any updates on your work with food banks since then? Yeah, I'd be happy to. So what we did as a company, we did that for San Francisco Marin Food Bank. Yep. What they wanted to do is really kind of isolate the individual races within the city of San Francisco which races were actually being populated or populated within San Francisco that were close to food banks, which ones weren't close to food banks. In a particular case, they had a, a African-American donor who wanted to focus their donations to an area or food banks that centered around the African-American people who were hungry. So we mm -hmm. did some analytics. Obviously we use spatial, we use Alteryx for that to first overlay which areas were full of poverty and you know hungry, but we also took it another level. We were able to include race into that and figure out which areas were high in African-American population. And then we combined that with the data that we already had to have a complete solution so that we were able to isolate several food banks and their addresses. And we were able to provide that to the donating organization and they were able to provide direct donations to those food pantries, which then in turn solved that problem for that particular use case. Oh, that's really cool. No, it, it, is, it was wonderful to do that for them because this is a use case that probably will happen more often than not. You know, maybe you have different racial groups who would like to focus their donations on a certain area. So this level of analytics would allow them to go, you know, not just answer that initial question, which race is affected the most by hunger and certain how to actually directly help. So hunger is a big problem, obviously. It's, yeah, I mentioned that back in 2020, census tracts within a city, you can go into that and get into that secondary and tertiary level of analytics, trying to figure out, even with the pandemic, we're still feeling the residual from the pandemic and hunger is a worldwide problem, not just a national problem. So these kind of analytics is something that could be reused for any metropolitan area 
we have worked with United Ways as well because they have an, an initiative called 211 where anybody in the area can call 211. And if they're hungry, if that's their main reason for calling, they would be able to interact with the database and figure out which food banks or which food pantries are closest to them so they could serve them. That's really awesome. What a good example of using data for good and using data to connect people to the resources they need, whether that's the donors or the people calling in for support. I was also hoping you could talk about some of the work that you're doing in nonprofits now and what's exciting to you. So there are two particular efforts that we're doing, working pretty hard on. One is actually Sabil USA, and that is a food pantry that's actually pretty close to me right here. It's in Irvine, California. And what we're doing for them is we're basically going in there and organizing their customers, whether it be new or existing customers and associating them with an activity. When we talk about an activity, we talk about food distribution events. Usually there are events occur on, I think, the third Sunday of each month. And so what they need help doing is being able to take IDs or take their information and connect it behind the scenes. So they use a tool called Soxbox. And what they do is they register all of their events and their individuals in Soxbox. However, the process in which you're getting their data, whether it be through an ID or an ID card or a driver's license or a passport, that's been really hard for them. So we're going to use all tricks to try to figure out a way to develop a front end or interact with a front end to write directly to Soxbox using all tricks and be able to generate a report. So they have a monthly report that they distribute to Second Harvest of Orange County. And obviously the Second Harvest the food chain goes up from there, no pun intended, to feeding <laughs> America. So you have all of that happening at the food pantry level with Sibyl USA. So if you're looking at Sibyl USA, Sibyl is a health and human services nonprofit that strives to improve on individual and families' quality of life by rapidly providing them with equitable food, health, and financial security and with dignity and respect. So... They are one of many food pantries that roll up to Second Harvest of Food Bank of Orange County. And mm -hmm. what we're trying to do is organize their data. So this will help them be able to not only just say, hey, we need X, Y, and Z. We need freezers, we need refrigerators. We are enabling them to not just show them how to organize their data. We're also teaching them how to obtain the data, how to clean this data, and how to make the data work for you because this data is going to be used to uh, request grants. You're a nonprofit. Mm -hmm. They're not going to have the same cash flow as, say, you know, like a Fortune 500 company. However, the process in which you're gathering data doesn't change. It just means right. that the margin of error to do that data entry and data ingestion and the time and the money that goes with it has to be really off point from the start because they may not have the staff, but they definitely may not have the budget to go into a significant effort. So this is where Alteryx for Good comes into play. And this is why we're here. I mean, I was asked by Alteryx for Good to assist with Sibyl USA to help them with their data needs. And we've been rolling and now we're kind of halfway, we're about, about a quarter to a third of the way through. One of the things that we're going to be doing as we're taking into taking this into account is to 
document our process. So we'll be writing blogs and we'll be you know, projecting back to the, the Mavericks mm -hmm. community on the Alterics for Good page to let everybody know what we're doing. That's awesome. Yeah, that will be a great framework once you've implemented that because that's such a common struggle, even, even at companies that make money, the cycle of we need the reporting to be able to show our value, to be able to get more investment. But then when you don't have that reporting, you can get kind of stuck in this cycle because you know you're doing valuable things. Like they know they're doing valuable things, providing for people in need. But it's amazing how the data and reporting can really help take them to the next level. And, you know, whether it's nonprofit or business, but for nonprofit, it sounds like the stakes are even higher when you're talking about grants and that's the primary way they get the funding. So I think that's really really great work and that'll be valuable to have a framework as well once you continue to move through that with them. I see ways that this relates to business as a whole, but what do you see as the kind of state of analytics at nonprofit organizations? What are some of the challenges and what are some of the ways that they think about analytics differently perhaps? Well, in life, in working with Sabil in, in, this is something that I've seen another organization I've worked with is the Oregon Change Clinic up in Portland. And I want to talk about them real quick. It's a culturally specific outpatient treatment facility for substance mm -hmm. abuse, recovery, and mental health disorders. So what we're, they're asking us to do is to develop a dashboard to show how their clients are acting. What's the average length of stay for their clients? We break it down into buckets. And we're able to say, you know, from zero to six months, we had this many people here. How many stay for the full program? What kind of classes are they going to? They're trying to get mm -hmm. metrics for that. So we're working on a back end with them called Reliatrax. We've actually gotten an Alteryx for Good license for them. And then we got an Alteryx for Good license for some of the USA. And so one of the two, the two common denominators between both of those organizations is that they really don't have the staff to mm -hmm. dedicate to just focusing on the data portion of it, whether it be data ingestion, whether it be data, the analytic portion of actually being you know, happy with the data that you have in, and then also trying to realize, you know, how to take this data and make that tell a story because those stories that the data is waiting to be told, those stories will help you get grants. They're going to use these numbers to justify getting grants, whether it be from the city, the state, or even nationally. So big businesses that I've worked with to nonprofits, the discipline of gathering your data is the same. You have to focus mm -hmm. on your data inject and ingestion. You have to know what data that you need to answer certain questions. You, it's like going to a grocery store, so to speak. You're going to find out if you have a use case, you need to understand what data you need for that use case. Do you already have it in house? If you do, then all we need to do is figure out how to organize it properly and make it into a repeatable process. So what I try to do is, you know, whenever I go into an organization, whether it be Work and Change Clinic or Sibylla USA, what I try to do is talk to them, not technically. I try to talk to them just from a procedural standpoint. Because they know mm -hmm. their data, they know what they're doing. What I'm trying right. to find out from them is, okay, you know your data, what are you trying to 
to get through? What are you trying to answer? What are your three top three biggest questions that you need to answer in a day as you're going through and looking at everything that you're working with? Inventory, staffing, your deliverables. So they have to weave a pretty intricate web to try to get all of those answers. What we try to do is go in there and not change their ways. We try to integrate with the processes that they're already doing so it, they can continue going. And then what right. I'll try to do is try to share some ideas and strategic analytical strategies that might shorten their trip so they don't feel like they're having to constantly walk around the block across the street. So the process in which I'm doing for them for you know, nonprofits, as well as you know, you know, larger companies or schools or government, is really the same. Everybody seems to be either worried about how much data they have, or where they're going, how little data they have, and where they have it. Sometimes they have it on a, a chalkboard. Sometimes they have it on a spreadsheet. They have it on written on a piece of paper. They just don't have the resources to throw it into either an on-prem database or. A database in the cloud. They don't have that resource. So sometimes, you know, they have a little bit of an embarrassment and I'm just like, there's nothing to be embarrassed about. You are doing so much good for people. Don't worry about the technical aspects. This is why we're here to help you get closer to that. So yes, you may have larger food banks like, you know, the Houston Food Bank and the San Francisco Marine Food Bank. They have an analytics pod, so to speak. They're doing a whole bunch of different things. They use really good relational databases to get this, you know, get everything stored. Whereas you're working at a food pantry, they're just trying to make sure they can run their next event without, you know, driving themselves and everybody else crazy so that they can report what happens so they can actually get funding. So what I'm trying to do is bridge that gap of having the data talk to them on a seamless process so they can get back to just focusing on they helping their clients, helping their customers, and let Alteryx do the automated portions of customer ingestion, linking the customers to these events, and then making sure those events get recognized properly, and then interacting with you know Second Harvest. And every food pantry does this to a point. Either they're reporting directly to the food bank for that state, or they're going through another section to get to that state. Definitely. I love that Alteryx for Good is coming in and bridging the gap for nonprofits that don't have the resources to have a whole analytics team. That's super awesome. And I think the examples that you gave spoke also to just the mission of Alteryx overall and some of the great things about it, which is that it can really empower people to do their jobs. We can automate the data processes and free up people to do the jobs that they're supposed to do, not spend as much time on reporting or doing all of those kind of weekly, monthly, yearly cycles. But if we can automate things in Alteryx, then, you know, nonprofits can show their value and it can also free them up to not having to hire on a full-time analyst or anything like that. So that's super powerful. Yeah. The thing is, is that with Alteryx, what we're trying to do is take just like with every other client that we have, Alteryx gives you time back in your day. We want to mm -hmm. try and automate these processes and that stop spending so much time on data prep, stop spending so much time on data planning so you can actually get back to analyzing 
the data that's at hand. And that's one of the biggest things that I do with every client that I have. It's, it's equally as important, whether it be a Fortune 500 company or a nonprofit, because this process is going to be leaned on heavily. So once we get that process laid out and organized appropriately, this is great. And, and run seamlessly. So they, their expectations, they don't have to worry about going ahead and cleaning something that's coming in from a visit or from a customer, because we've already gotten that process taken care of. It's documented. And if anybody wants to come in here and take a look at what Alteryx is doing, then we have the ability to document everything in the workflow or workflows that we use for this. So your auditing process has been taken care of. So auditing is what also is going to be looked at by some of your higher ups, not only within that particular organization, but any re higher level reporting like Second Harvest or even, you know, Feeding America, they will look at that because this will just tell them what this food pantry is doing. And that could be a cookie cutter for what other food banks can do as well. So I've been really proud with Alteryx and, and working with Lori and Tiffany and everybody on the Alteryx for good team. They mm -hmm. have been very energetic and very exciting, excited to work with them. I've been working with Alteryx for good for at least three and a half years. It's really picked up a lot recently. This has been something that holds dear to my heart. I spoke on another podcast about hunger. This is something mm -hmm. I would not be here in the state that I am right now, if I didn't have the help of nonprofits growing up. So this is something that, yes, we all need to work, but I, I want to give back and everybody else can give back too. I just want to make sure that we have plenty of visibility, not just, not for me. I mean, it's not about me. It's about the process of being able to help a, a, a nonprofit, help somebody else. That one family that's being helped because we're organizing the data for them might help them stay afloat for a year and get on their feet. That's much more gratifying because you're impacting someone's life directly. If you just think about the gravity of that situation, it's like you don't have to have superpowers or anything. Yeah, you just need to give a little time. And if you give a little time, you say give an hour or something or an hour or two or something to help a nonprofit. Not only does it help that staff that's pretty overworked, but it also helps you and your, you know, well-being because it's like, man, I did this today. It feels really good. And I have all these data analytics skills and I feel like I can share them because, you know, yeah, I've been in the industry for 27 years, but every time I talk to somebody else, I learned from them. Yeah. Um, I'm constantly learning. I always love learning and being able to sit down, especially with Sabila and the Oregon Change Clinic and understand what their pains are and what their processes are. It gives me a better idea to help them from a personal level, which will then facilitate the professional level. Understanding what they're going through makes your process easier. You may have the same discipline, but the process in which you're helping somebody analytically is never the same. It's always unique to that particular customer. Yeah, thank you so much for, for the work that you've been doing and for sharing that. It's super powerful and inspiring for me as well of thinking about what ways I can use the skills that I have now. And, you know, a lot of our listeners have those data analytics skills. And I'll definitely be including resources for people to 
get involved in the show notes for the podcast. When we're talking about getting started using your analytics expertise, what are some practical steps? Once you get your foot in the door with a nonprofit, they need data help. What are some steps that you would recommend taking? So the first thing I would do is try to understand how they know their data. I know that sounds relatively simple, but it's a very easy question to ask. And it's a very good question because not everybody might know all the data that they have. They know what they're doing, but they don't know how it's stored. So understanding what data everybody knows they have in house, so to speak, is really important because without knowledge of that, you can't really go and ask these use cases and diagnose these use cases because you don't know what you have available. So I try to make, when I get into a, a nonprofit for the first time, I try to have a simple conversation of what their processes are. That'll give me the idea of a, what their data is, how they're getting it now and what they're doing with it. So when you have, you know, a clear understanding or a clearish understanding of what data they have in house, the cool thing is, is that now you can talk about tools that are available to them to help them out based off of their needs. Obviously we look at Alteryx. Alteryx is a complete solution, analytics solution. It's not just a prep and blend tool. I like to underscore that just because I don't like to have Alteryx be put in a situation where it's pigeonholed as a pep and prep and blend tool. It's not that it can do that very well, but it's a complete analytic solution. So I try to broadcast that and show them briefly without intimidating them from a technical standpoint. And then if there are other tools that are needed to help facilitate, you know, the Alteryx integration, then we might talk about that as well. And then at that point, we, we talk about how to organize their data. If they don't have a database, you know, what we can do as we go through and matriculate through all of the data sources that they have access to, we may recommend that, Hey, we might think about developing a data warehouse for you at some point in the short term. Let's see if we can get this low hanging fruit. Meaning what questions do you have now? And then go ahead and see if we have the data in-house to answer them. And then we can answer them using an Alteryx workflow. What I try to do is keep it relatively low key and less technical because mm -hmm. I don't want to scare anybody to the point where they think it's too hard or it's going to take too much time, or I'm not going to be able to learn this. I basically walk them through it with me and go through the journey of the use case. And I don't focus on the Alteryx knowledge until late. And the reason why is because I want them to manually understand the process in which they're answering this question from a data perspective. They know their data. They're the experts on their own data. I'm just here to help facilitate that process of translating that data into a story that they need to tell. And so I find that that, that approach has been much less intimidating for individuals and very practical and has encouraged more involvement. And yeah, there are going to be some technical things that I know and my team knows that is going to be a little bit more advanced than what they're used to. And that's fine. In time, I want that, that, that a gap to shrink. And so, you know, full transparency of what we're doing that, that helps that. And then why this piece is important. So we're talking more at a macro level on understanding their data, the tools that are available to them, how we're going to organize their data 
and how we're going to use that data to answer their questions. So do they need a database? Probably sure they do, but let's answer some questions first to figure it out. And then we can maybe figure out a way to organize the data in the database in some capacity, but let's answer some questions first. Let's get some quick wins and let's get them out of some pain. And so that's generally how I attack it. So a short, medium and long-term goals and getting the short-term goals to encourage some confidence, not just in the process, but in the tool as well and giving them confidence, having them have confidence in the process and the tool that Alteryx, the strength of Alteryx is imperative. You've got to have that. Otherwise it's just another thing for someone to look at and to learn and they're going to look at it as a chore. We don't want that. We want to look at this as a, as a life preserver, so to speak. Definitely. Those are great tips. Thank you. I wanted to wrap it up by asking about what advice you would give for people who are wanting to get started using their analytics expertise to help nonprofits. Well, the first thing I would do is really get an understanding of what Alteryx for Good is. I always feel like you need to have data. And Alteryx for Good is a, a really underrated program because not a lot of people know about it. You know, when I spoke on it, about it at Inspire, I wanted to get the visibility up. We need more people understanding what this group does, what Alteryx for Good does. We need to understand, get more of a platform, which is so grateful that we're here talking about it. I was honored really to speak twice about it when the breakout session at Inspire and also at the Grand Prix. I just wrote a blog on my website that I'll actually be posting in the Alteryx for Good community page that will detail a little bit more about what Alteryx for Good does and share a little snippets of what I've been able to do and my company has been able to do with Alteryx for Good. And that's not ending. And this is a, a never ending thing. So how can one do this? So I know that I've been working with Alteryx for Good. I've been working with Lori Harder. And we're going to have, there's a place in the community where we're going to have all of this posted up. What I would encourage you to do is there's a, any metropolitan area, whether you're in the States, in Canada or overseas, there's always organizations that deal with food or hunger, or maybe women's clinics, or maybe any type of situation, any type of nonprofit that you see, they're all experiencing the same thing. They just sometimes don't know how to ask because it's such a tall drink of water when you're trying to organize your data. I would honestly just go walk in. Like uh, what I'm planning to do later on today is literally go back to Seville USA and be, Hey, how's it going? You know, mm -hmm. literally just start dialogue. That's really all it's that, that all you need to do. And I'm sure we're going to have some stuff posted on the internal site on the Alteryx and the Mavericks community about it. I would encourage you to please take a look at that. I will post as much as I can. I'm a big champion for this, but it really just starts with you just going and finding a nonprofit that really resonates with you and maybe take a, a half hour and go have a conversation with somebody and understand what's going on. And then if they have this data issue or any issues, let us know and all tricks for good. And then we can go ahead and at least get the ball rolling. We want to help people. We want to help people because when we help you never know who that next person that you help, you may save their life. And then I'm not trying to overstate anything. It's just, you know, when you're dealing with hunger, when you're dealing with abuse or any type of 
tragedy that may have hit you as a, a family or an, as an individual. The data needs to be recorded. The data needs to be organized. The story needs to be told at a macro level so that that organization can continue operating because those that organization is helping people. So that's what I would encourage. We're going to really keep hosting on the Alterage for Good site. And then I'll keep blogs of what we're doing and just be very much upfront when it comes to that. So stay tuned for that. We'll love to come back and give you updates and see what happens. That's perfect. Thank you so much. Yeah, I think data storytelling is so important for for stories like this, like the examples that you gave and when the nonprofits are doing so much good work and having such an impact, we can combine that with really good data storytelling. So thank you again for all of the work you're doing and some of the supplemental content you'll be creating. It's been really great to have you on our show today. It's wonderful to be here. Thank you so much, Binga, for the invitation. If you want to follow me on LinkedIn or Twitter, we'll have that posted up for sure. Follow my company as well. We will also have all updates that we do for nonprofits there. But I'll actually be doing some more stuff. We'll be working on some things and all tricks for good. So I'll keep you posted on everything. But the main thing is just, just get involved. Start simply. Just go right to a place that resonates and get involved. That's the best way that I can talk about. And and if you want, what I may do, I think I've had some blogs, but I may actually just write a blog on just taking that first step. Because once you take the mm-hmm. first step, the second and third steps are really easy. But again, thank you so very much for the, the platform to speak on this. I am privileged and honored to be here and hope you all have a wonderful, wonderful day wherever you are. Thanks for listening. To learn more about Alteryx for Good and their Tech for Good program, head over to their new space on community, which we will link to in our show notes at community.alteryx.com slash podcast. Once you're on the Alteryx for Good page, don't forget to join the group to stay up to date on opportunities for you to have a positive impact on your community. Bye for now.